0: Okay, let's uh, turn to that uh, protest uh, tomorrow on the cost of living crisis to discuss uh, the issues around it. We are joined by the Minister of State with Responsibility for Local Government and Planning, Peter Burke and Sinn Féin Spokesperson uh, for Rural Development, Claire uh, Curran. Um, uh, Peter Burke, before we get to that, I- I'm not sure if you've uh, had a chance and maybe you haven't had a chance to see uh, the report in the Irish uh, Independent today, Fine Gael TD's given detailed plans for attacks on Sinn Fein, that basically Philip Ryan St. Finnegale has compiled a secret dossier uh, detailing politically damaging information about Sinn Fein TDs and comparing the party to Donald Trump. I, I'm just curious, is it something you're aware of? Is it something you've seen?
2: I have indeed, Shane. It's a standard briefing document that we obviously do on opposition parties. And essentially what it is is giving us the information to point out the huge hypocrisies in their policies and what a Sinn Féin government would reflect and what it would mean uh, to ordinary citizens in the state. So all the contradictions in their policies, we are trying to ventilate them and highlight them to the electorate. I think that's only fair and reasonable because they deserve to know what a government would mean to them.
0: Did it contain um, information on on Piers Doherty's uh, little-known prosecution for being abusive to a Garda 24 years ago?
2: No, it didn't, no.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: It's all essentially about uh, what the measures they are suggesting, like raising PRSI by... 36% 36% how would that affect employment, about raising stamp duty by 60%, how that would affect commercial business, how would it affect farmers and how would it affect expansion in the business sector. All those different uh, 15 tax increases it recommended at the last budget, how they would reflect on business and how they would reflect on employees and uh, workers.
0: Uh, Claire Coran, I'm sure Sinn Féin have similar dossiers on Fine Gael and, and Fianna Fáil.
1: Well, we haven't actually um, dossiers really? on, on individual... Parties I mean we have from our own policy perspectives the issues that exist in housing and health and and the list goes on. And our own policy and proposals for it, but but we certainly don't have dossiers. Um, and I say there's someone on the front bench in relation to individual parties. We deal with the issues that are there that people are dealing with, and we put forward our policies, which are always costed. Uh, our alternative budgets, for example, which we've been doing now for nearly 20 years, fully costed by the Department of Finance. Okay. And and that that's what we're about. We're not about. A, a individual parties, or or kind of outlining attacks that are maybe useful All uh, right. um, in the debate.
0: Will you be taking part in this cost of living um, uh, crisis march tomorrow?
1: Yes, I've been a part of the Cost of Living Coalition from the beginning uh, with Richard Boyd Barrett, Breach Smith and others, a uh, cross community trade unions, ICTU are involved along with a range of organizations representing older people, students and so on. So yes, I will be involved. What, what do you of hope to achieve? Well, look, we we have a set of demands, um, most of which have been very much outlined in recent months as the cost of living crisis has grown. We have demands which we will put to government. And I suppose the main thing we want to achieve is action now rather than action uh, at budget time, which typically isn't implemented until January. And that's that's really the main aim.
0: Okay, Peter Burke, action now rather than the budget?
2: Well, I think you should judge us on our evidence. We've taken action in every single month, February, March, April, in terms of interventions, some which are only coming into effect now, like increasing the work and family payment, and also in terms of increasing the fuel allowance by 55%. That is targeted at the most vulnerable, increasing it from 735 up to eleven hundred. So we've taken these measures, but government has taken a very close watching brief, w- reflective of the fact that we are now servicing a debt of a quarter of a trillion euro in this country. So we can't just every single month have new initiatives and follow the inflation trail, because if we do, we'll spiral our economy into an unsustainable okay. position. Claire- so we just have to be careful, but we will. Be ready. I'm watching very closely in terms of uh, the very difficult choices families have to make right now, and we do appreciate that as a government. And that's why I would say, oh. judge us on the evidence that we've acted in each of the okay, single Claire, months. Okay,
0: Claire, Claire Curran, judge them on the evidence of what they've done.
1: Well, well look, the, the government continually point back to measures that they took in the budget eight months ago, particularly around social welfare and around the fuel allowance. The fuel allowance is no longer paid; it's gone. Um, well, it's sorry, extremely it's, it's limited. Gone, it's gone for the summer. It, it, it is indeed, yeah. yeah it'll it's be back It'll be
0: back when when it, people be, are putting on their back, heating again. It,
1: it will. It'll be back in October. Well, some will will rely on heating, particularly older people, throughout the summer. And I mean, the weather today, you'd need your heating. It's, well, it's, it's not 24 degrees. It's,
0: degree, it's 20 degrees. It might be it might be rainy, but I'm not sure too many people have the heat on. Let's not get bogged down in that anyway. Go, continue for for older,
1: a lot of older people continue with the heat on. But what I'm saying is the budget measures from eight months ago are now totally irrelevant. They continually point to the social welfare increases of a fiver. They came to... Two years after there was no increases at all, every single social welfare payment is set below the poverty line. We're not looking for measures on a monthly basis. We're looking for one emergency budget that is targeted. We know from the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, they reported a couple of weeks ago, they said the measures that the government have taken from this year to date have not been targeted. 87% of them have not been targeted. That's the problem. And people cannot wait.
2: Peter Burke people can't you Well, know, inflation, inflation affects everyone. Uh, middle-income earners, the most vulnerable. And the government has been targeted, in my view, because fuel allowances, means tested But outside of that, uh, to suggest that we haven't done anything in eight months since the budget is absolutely untrue. I've pointed that. out actions we've taken in February, March and April, like reducing excise, like our energy rebate, like reducing public transport by 20%, the drugs payment scheme, reducing it down to uh, €8, bringing forward social welfare increases early to try and protect the most vulnerable, vulnerable and looking at different sectors, vulnerable sectors like our agri agri sector with our tillage and fodder scheme, our haulage sector with our haulage rebate scheme and also uh, our hospitality with the VAT rate. So we're looking at very different key sectors. But again, we have to be very honest with people. You know, as I pointed out at the very outset, Shane, we have a quarter of a trillion euro in debt. We see in terms of DCB decisions now with interest rates, we just have to be very careful that we don't bring our country into an unsustainable uh, position. And I would remind listeners that what Sinn Féin were were advocating over the last five years was tax more borrow more and spend more I remember when we were with Pascal Donoghue trying to establish a rainy day fund trying to balance our books what the what Sinn Féin were saying at that stage is it's raining outside right now you need to spend more money if we had followed that path we wouldn't have been able to act to to protect jobs and businesses through COVID and now we would be absolutely hamstrung by intervening in inflation
0: Claire Coran uh, final word to you. you you want to tax more borrow more spend more
1: no, no, that's not the case. And look, that, that that we are now in a situation, right, where energy prices are continuing to rise, energy poverty is at record levels, food prices are rising, food poverty is rising, rents are rising, homelessness is writing, rising. So my question is to government, what point do we need to get to for the government to act? We have people every day now that are struggling. And, and uh, again, okay. I mean, is Peter questioning the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council when they've said 87% of measures taken by government have been untargeted? They have said the SRI have said and central bank have said there is scope within government to act now and they need to act in a targeted fashion we have said that repeatedly peter very
0: very briefly just really brief response to that now
2: well, I think what Claire is suggesting there is we don't help middle-income earners. I think we have to try and help hard-working families as we've well. That. And that's what Fine Gael is about. You're saying that 87% are not targeted. Well, actually, they are targeted in terms of the most vulnerable, but also at okay. our middle-income right. earners. And and that's what we've been fighting for that. in Fine Gael in the budget too, All trying right. to get a good we, tax We tax do have to, to leave earners. it there.
0: Peter Burke, Minister of State, responsible for Local Government and Planning. Claire Coran, uh, Sinn Féin Spokesperson for Rural Development. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast.